service will be in the book of Psalms and uh, chapter number 66, Psalm 66, and uh, we'll read some verses here and try our best to be mindful of the Lord and give you what I feel the Lord has put on our heart for the service this evening. Psalm 66, we're going to read the entire chapter, just 20 verses, uh, fairly short verses, uh, but I feel compelled, feel the need to read the entire chapter uh, for context's sake, and then if the Lord will help us tonight, and you'll pray for us, we'll try to look at one particular verse and draw our thought from there. Psalm 66, when you found your place, if you're physically able and willing to stand, we'll stand together out of reverence and honor to the reading of the Word of God. Psalm 66, begin reading in verse number 1. The Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of His name, make His praise glorious. Say unto God, How terrible art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee, shall sing unto thee, they shall sing to thy name, Selah. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land. They went through the flood on foot. There did we rejoice in him. He ruleth by His power forever. His eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves, Selah. O bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of His praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to be moved. For Thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net. Thou laidest affliction upon our loins. Thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thy house with burnt offerings. I will pay thee my vows. Which my lips have uttered and my mouth has spoken. When I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee burnt sacrifices of fatlings. With the incense of rams, I will offer bullocks with goats, Selah. Come and hear, all ye that fear God, and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. I cried unto him with my mouth, he was extolled with my tongue. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me, but verily God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God, which hath not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I'd like to tonight, if God would help me for just a few minutes as we read this psalm in its entirety, Psalm 66, but I'd like to... Look at verse number 16, if the Lord would help us for just a little while and you'd pray for us. And uh, I want to preach from this scripture, this verse where uh, the psalmist says, Come and hear all ye that fear God, 
and I will declare what he hath done for my soul. I began to think about the service and it being praying about what the Lord would have for us to do tonight in the service. was uh, listening yesterday and then again today and uh, seeing it to some within the church, to Brother Pace preaching uh, from the book of Acts where Paul uh, gets off the boat there in Athens and he sees the city holy uh, given to idolatry and he begins to look around and as they're worshiping and he finds an altar with the inscription uh, to the unknown God. And the Bible said that Paul's spirit is stirred within him. And he said, you men of Athens, he said, there is a God who you ignorantly worship and him I will declare unto you. And I begin to listen as Brother Pace preached about declaring God to the world around us, declaring who He is, is really what Brother Pace was preaching about, about the fact that it is the job, it is the responsibility, it is the duty of the people of God to shed abroad who God is to the world around us. I begin to think about declaring. The word declare means to make known openly or to proclaim. There can be no shame involved when you declare about something. And I began to pray and I thought that I'd go a different direction, had actually read and studied from another chapter in the Word of God. And then when I got home today and was just by myself and praying, the Lord began to stir in my heart again about this thing of declaring. And He brought my heart to this Scripture here. And the Bible says, Come and hear all ye that fear God, and I will declare what He hath done for my soul. So the psalmist is saying not only will I declare who he is, but he's saying I will tell you what he has done for me. I begin to think here in the Psalms that you study the Scriptures, and I probably won't be very long tonight, I don't think. But I'm just going to try to give it to you as God gave it to me. Here as you study the Psalms, some of them... We are told in the heading very specifically who it was that wrote the psalm. We know, or we are told that Psalm 65 was a psalm of David and also Psalm 67. But we don't know for sure. The author, as far as the human penman, is unknown from Psalm chapter 66. Most people believe that it was David that wrote the psalm but really uh, the author is unknown. Uh, but what we do know, uh, we may not know the author, but what we do know uh, is that he had a specific audience in mind. Uh, he said, come ye and hear uh, all ye that fear God. Uh, or in other words, he said, all of you uh, that have had an experience with this God, uh, he said, I want you to listen as I declare to you uh, what he has done for me. In other words, the writer, whoever 
uh, the author is said there are some people uh, who will not understand what I'm getting ready to tell you. Uh, but he said if you have had an experience uh, like I've had an experience, uh, he said you'll understand uh, what I'm saying about this God. Uh, now, not only uh, we may not know who the specific author is, uh, but we do know the audience and we do know uh, what it is he has to announce. He said in the verses preceding, he taught very generally about what God had done in days gone by. He recounts what happened that day when the children of Israel came to the Red Sea and they could not go over, but God parted it and allowed them to cross on dry ground. He talked about times in the past when it looked like that the enemies of the people of God would overcome them and overwhelm them and yet God brought them victoriously across on the other side but now he says let me have your attention after I've told you all that my parents told me and all that my grandparents told me he said I want to tell you what he's done for me specifically he said I'm not going on hearsay I'm not going on what mama said or what daddy said or what grandma or grandpa said but he said I want to tell you what he's done for me he said come in here all ye that fear God and I'll declare what he's done for my soul I don't have to tell you what he's done for you you know but I can tell you tonight what he's done for me I begin to thank everybody that's ever had an encounter with him that's ever had an experience with this God I'm preaching about had something to declare tonight the way you declare it may not be the way I declare it but I'm going to tell you I can't declare for you and you can't declare for me but I thank every now and again when we come in the house of God it ought to swell up in us and we ought not to be able to restrain it there ought to be something that we declare about what God has done for us oh yeah anybody that's ever had an experience with him anybody that's ever had an encounter with him that never went away the same but they had something if they ever had that encounter that forever changed their life that gave them something to declare I began to think and I, I just prayed I said Lord we could be there all night talking about what others have had to say I said I want you to tell me Lord what you want me to say tonight and I just kept being drawn back to the verse come and hear all ye that fear God and I'll declare what he hath done for my soul I want to say tonight if you've ever been saved you got something to declare if you've ever been born again if you've ever been brought to that place of repentance and faith if he's ever called your name you'll have something to declare I thought about old Lazarus over yonder in the tomb I'd say Lazarus be 
you have something to say. And it say, yeah, I want to tell you about today that he called my name. I was in the graveyard. I was dead. There wasn't no hope for me. My sisters couldn't get me out. The community couldn't get me out. The church couldn't get me out. The preacher couldn't get me out. But he said there's a day that the Savior of the world walked by where I was dead in my sin and he called my name. I'm telling you, if you've ever been saved, there's a day you can relate as Lazarus did when he called your name. The Lord come. Lazarus' sisters called for him and he waited. He tarried. And on the fourth day, he come into town. You say, why did he do that? Well, I think the Lord said it himself. Uh, he said, we're going to go. Uh, Lazarus is sleeping. His disciples said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he's doing well. And the Lord said very plainly, he's dead. And he said, I'm glad for your sakes under the wit that you might believe. And Jesus said, I'm going to show you who I really am. And that day, uh, Mary and Martha, as much as they loved their brother, they couldn't get him out of the tomb. As much as the church that might have loved Lazarus and couldn't get him out. As much as the religious crowd that might have cared about him, they couldn't get him out. But I'm glad there was a day when the Lord passed by and he did what nobody else could do. I'm not preaching tonight about a baptism. It can't get you out. I'm not preaching about church membership. It can't get you out. I'm not preaching about coming to the house of God. It can't get you out. But I'm declaring unto you what God's done for my soul and he's done the same for you if you're saved tonight he has called your name oh yeah and we could spend all night I mean we could spend all night going through the word of God and all the times that he got them out when nobody else could we could spend all night talking about the times and the types and the pictures in the word of God that were types of sin and sinners and where God got them out we could talk about that woman with the issue of blood who had spent all she had on every physician that she could get a hold of but was none better but rather grew worse but the great physician walked by and what no other physician could do he did and she touched his garment and immediately she has made whole and the Bible said he stopped in the crowd and said who touched me his disciples said what do you mean asking who touched you everybody's touching you he said no I perceive virtue has gone out of me and the Bible said go home and read it when she saw she could not be hid I'm going to tell you if you've ever had an encounter with him you can't hide it it'll come out on you somewhere along the line the Bible said she came trembling and fell down and told them all the truth you say what she do preacher she declared what he done for her and you'll do the same if he ever does it for you but I want to say 
I know this credit salvation, that's the greatest thing that He'll ever do for you. But I'm glad I don't have to stop declaring there. If that's all I had to declare, that'd be enough. And we could declare all night about Him saving us and calling our name and delivering us out of the pit of hell and out of death in sin. But I'm glad my declaration doesn't stop there. But there's some more things He's done for me since He saved me and brought me out. That's a wearing in me tonight. That some others had the same experience that I'd like to declare unto you tonight. How many of you have ever faced opposition? How many of you have ever faced a problem so big you didn't think you was ever going to make it through? I got to reading this scripture and I don't know whether David's the author or not don't really matter but I wonder if David was if maybe he was here tonight and we'd say oh David do you have something to declare he'd say yeah I want to tell you about that day I walked out on the battlefield against that champion called Goliath I said he was way bigger than I was he said I was afraid and I didn't really know how it's all going to go down he said I just trust in God. He said he delivered the lion and he delivered the bear and he said I had faith he'd deliver this champion too. And he walked out on the battlefield with a sling and a stone and he said I put it in God's hand and God delivered me out. And he said I want to declare what he's done for me. I want to tell you there's been some days where I faced a giant so tall I didn't think I'd ever make it out. There's been some nights I pillowed my head and I couldn't go to sleep and cried myself to sleep wondering and worrying what was going to go on tomorrow but I'm glad I can declare unto you that the same God that called my name is the same God that defeated the champion and brought me safely through I'm glad I got something to declare to you tonight oh yeah I thought about old Paul I mean, he could talk about a lot of things. But I'm just giving you what the Lord put on my heart. I think we said, oh, Paul, do you have something to tell us about him tonight? He'd say, yeah, I sure do. I think Paul would say over yonder. He said, I got to sitting down. And he said, I had this thorn in the flesh. And he said, I didn't want it. And he said, I felt like I couldn't make it with it. He said, I didn't understand why it's there. He said, I didn't know how I was going to go on with it there. He said, I got to asking the Lord to take it away. The same God that called Paul's name on the Damascus Road had converted him and saved him and forever changed him. Now Paul's got a thorn in the flesh. But I think if Paul was here tonight and we said, oh, Paul, what do you have to do? I think Paul would say he is the God of all comfort. For he said when I had that thorn in the flesh I'm not going to take it away but he said my grace is sufficient for thee. And you may be here tonight and you're in misery and soul you got a thorn in your flesh or a thorn in your spirit or you're up against something you can't handle I'm going to tell you tonight I'm glad for a God that can comfort you in the midst of trouble, that can dry your eyes in the midst of weeping, that can thrill your soul in the midst of sorrow. i got to declare Him unto you tonight. Oh yeah. I thought if we could, I'm about done. I feel it kind of coming down on me. I thought about it. We could go find old Peter. 
and say, Peter, I'm just preaching how the Lord gave it to me. It just come like a flood this evening. I was sitting on the chair and it got to welling up in me and I thought, Lord, I got to get to church and get this out. It's a working in me and I'm so glad that I wanted to be here and I wanted to preach tonight. But I thought about old Peter. There's a lot of things. We could talk about Peter and probably a lot of things that Peter would declare. But the one God put in my heart, I think if we said, old Peter, what do you have to declare? If Lazarus had to call and Paul had the comfort and David had the champion. Oh, Peter, what do you have to say? I think Peter would say, well, I got a lot of could say. Peter would probably say, well, I might could tell you about when I denied him and he forgave me anyway. Peter could probably say, I'm glad for the day that he's coming where I was and told me with all the others that he's coming to see me after he got up from the dead. But I think what old Peter would say the most, he'd say, there's a night me and the boys who was out yonder on the ship in the middle of the sea and it's about the fourth watch he had went away and we didn't know where he went and we thought we was going to go under and all of a sudden we saw something coming on the sea and he said we got to crying out and we were afraid we didn't know what it was or who it was but he said we heard a voice out yonder in the distance saying be of good comfort it is I be not afraid and Peter would say something in me came up and something come out of my mouth before I could stop it and I said Lord if it really is you bid me come to you on the water and I think Peter would say what I want to say tonight to you is he said come just come on Peter the Lord knew Peter needed to be where he was and so he said just come on I'm going to tell you Peter would say I tried my best to get where he was but the winds got bigger than I was and the waves got bigger than I was and the lightning was so bright and the thunder was so loud he said I got my eyes off of him and he said I started going under and he thought Lord this is it I can't make it out of this one but he said about that time there's an arm out of the shadows I reached down where I was and caught hold of me and pulled me back up out of the water and Peter would say if he bids you to come don't look at the wind don't look at the waves don't worry about the storm just come to him I'm going to tell you tonight child of God if you're in the storm there's enough in here to tell you tonight when he came and when he called in the storm I'm going to declare to you there's a God that can get you out of the trouble you're in Oh yeah. And then I thought, and I'm done, I think. I thought over yonder in John chapter 4. There's a woman who goes to the well when nobody else is supposed to be there. And she, if she were here tonight, and we don't even know her name, we just say, oh woman from the well, do you have something to declare? about him she'd say well how's a bad woman and nobody wanted to be around me and she said I didn't want to be around them she said they all they did was judge me 
All they did was think there's better than me. All they did was thought I had all the problems and they didn't have any. So she said, I slipped out in the middle of the day when nobody was supposed to be at the well. She said, but when I rounded the corner, she said, there's a man sitting on it. She said, I just slipped around to the other side and thought I'll mind my business and get my water and go to the house. But she said, when I slipped around, she said, he spoke to me and said, give me something to drink. She said, he was a Jew and I was a Samaritan and I didn't understand why that he would speak to me. But she said, the conversation continued and he got to talking to me about living water. And she said, the more he talked, the thirstier I got. And the more I realized what was in that well, it wasn't going to do me no good until I said, bring me some water, Lord. And he said, go call your husband. And she said, before I could stop it coming out, she said, I confessed that I had I didn't have a husband. And he said, you've had five, and the one you're with ain't your own. And she said, it dawned on me. This man knows everything about me, but he cares about me anyway. And I think if she was here tonight, she'd tell you about a God that cares. Even though He knows all about your failures, even though He knows all about your weakness, even though He knows all about your shortcomings, He knows what you do in the dark, He knows what you do when nobody else is around, and yet He loves you and cares about you anyway. And she went running into town. That's what she declared to them. And she said, come see a man who's told me all things that ever I did. And she said he knows all about me and loves me anyway. And I'm going to tell you, I can go back in my deepest, darkest days and days I wouldn't want you to know about. And you got days I wouldn't want to know about and you wouldn't want me to know about. But I found he always cares. I don't know why, but I know he does. There's been days I thought, surely he'll throw the clay away. But I'm glad he don't throw the clay away. He just makes it again. If he did throw the clay away, I'd have been out a long time ago. But I'm going to declare to you tonight about a God that cares in spite of us. If you're here tonight and you've failed and you've fallen and you've come in tonight wondering if He'd still use you wondering if He still loved you wondering if He still cared about you can I join up with the woman at the well and say He still cares about you? The writer said, does Jesus care? And He didn't get much much time in between until He answered His own question and said, oh yes, He cares. I know He cares. And the writer said, come and hear all ye that fear God and I'll declare what He's done for my soul. All of these things tonight, the best part about all of this is I don't have to ask Peter. And I don't have to ask Paul. And I don't have to ask Lazarus or the woman at the well. I can tell you personally what He's done for me. I can tell you tonight about that Tuesday night in January as an old sinner boy on my way to hell and deserving to go 
when the God of heaven came by where I was sitting on the back pew of the choir at Indian Creek Baptist Church pretending and acting like everything was alright but I knew it wasn't alright and so did he but he came where I was and he called my name and he saved me and brought me out of darkness and put me in the light I can tell you about some deep dark valleys that I went in through the sun and would never shine again only to see it come up the next day I can tell you tonight about what God has done for my soul and if you've had an experience you can tell tonight what he's done for yours but sometimes in the midst of all our experience sometimes in the midst of all our remembrance We find ourselves in a place wondering if God can do it again. I'm going to tell you tonight, He can do it all again. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter what you've done. Doesn't matter where you find yourself. It don't matter how big the giant is you're facing. It don't matter how bad the storms are blowing. It don't matter if you're about neck deep in the water going under. I'm glad to tell you tonight about a God that can get you out of where you are. He's done it for me. And He can do it for you. As we stand all over the house, I'm done tonight. I don't know what you